2: Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen. Early break, full show ahead. Lots to get to. You can always call or text 402 464 5685. comment. Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is sponsored by Gain of Trucking. We're here for day three. Coach Bill Bush in
3: studio. Good to have you back, coach. It's, it's kind of like the NSA tournament. I just keep uh, kind of surviving. <laughs> yeah, I get to the next round. You're in the Sweet yeah, 16, yeah, now. Oh, right now. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I okay, get to the next cool. round. Yeah, so very excited like that. Thank like you, guys. I like that
1: March Madness reference.
3: Yeah, it would
2: be nice if Nebraska could just, you know, be in that for once. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. It would be nice. It would be very it's nice. Good I, too. Absolutely. Like that. Never me. won a game, ever. It's no big deal. But someday we'll get there. Uh, Idle Chit Chat, sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. I was talking to Coach before the show, mm-hmm. Sip, and he was saying that he prefers to drive over fly. You said you, every road trip, 4 a.m. start?
3: 4 a.m., that's when the family leaves. Yeah, buckle up. Yeah, I like expect that. That was more starting off with, like when I was a, 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 a young kid. That, that with vacations, that's when you leave the house. You're out. You're out. You're in the car and roll. Matter of fact, four a.m. Dad wants to be out. You'd like to, to, to catch a break about oh, three fifty-eight, early. like that. He's trying to get ahead. That's just early. Always try, that's early at like that. But that's, that's that's how you roll. Middle of the night. But just nothing like driving. There's nothing like coffee and talk radio on when the road's kind of quiet and stuff. And I love driving. Like oh that. yeah. I'm a Big fan of that. And I'm not doing the ridiculous drive like. I'm not driving to Florida, then to Hawaii like Jake flew, but I'm not going to do that. But the one, you're getting that five to six hour drive or eight hour drive, something like that. I I enjoy that.
2: I assume that you weren't a 4 a.m. road, you know, starter for road trips. I was not either. I'm not sure I ever will be, but I I appreciate that. I like early
1: start. Like an early start. Like six. (laughs) Yeah. Or, I mean, five. But I, I don't think we ever did that. We didn't. It seems like we flew when we went places. Well, you're kind
3: of when you're in Columbus, you're kind of already in kind of the vacation part of the state anyway. Yeah. party central, so, Columbus, yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah exactly. We, yeah, still kind of still legend with a lot of people <laughs> in that area.
1: <laughs> Who is?
3: What's that you? No. Oh yeah, absolutely. No. Every time I drive through Columbus, which I do quite often, it's like Vegas I, I, I get a, I get a hold of sip. I talk to him. Oh, a little bit. that's right. Anyway, it's, it's very nostalgic. Very, very, very right. nostalgic. Yes. Got to so find I, what's still <laughs> the same since he has been there and what's changed, which is probably a lot of things. A lot of things right there. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. There's a, they have really nice Casey's there. Yeah, really,
1: well, most towns do.
3: Yeah, most towns <laughs> do. But that one I think is really super nice. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's right by the bowling alley, right across from the bowling Which alley. Which bowling alley? Uh, I don't know what road it's on. It's right across from Casey's. I wonder what bowling <laughs> because
1: there's a few bowl, is there? bowling
3: alleys. It's okay. a great bowling alley. It's yeah. one on the way out of town, isn't there? In Sun Columbus? Valley. It's, it's, Sun no, Valley. It's, it's close to the, the Viaduct. No, not
1: Sun Valley.
2: No, that's in Lincoln. Sun Valley's in Lincoln. Oh, oh, what's the one? One? We're not even in the right town right now. You've lost what so town we're
3: in.
1: I can't remember. You're heading north, you. Know, yeah, there's I can't alley up there.
2: Yeah, I can't drive by it all the time. Yeah,
3: but I like driving to Columbus. You got to go across two rivers. It's yeah. outstanding.
2: <laughs> I haven't been there in a while. Yeah,
3: got to get, get back. All right, what are
2: the we talking the about? What do we got? What do we got going? Well, again, that's Newton's Luton's Lawn Care sponsoring idle chit chat. Four zero two four four zero six two nine seven. Call them for a free quote for a twenty twenty three lawn fertilizer program. Trev Alberts was talking last night on radio. Sip, you listened to it. I saw you are writing Did about you guys it. Listen to it.
3: I did not listen to it. I I read to it, Bill. I did not hear it. No, but I got got a little bit of. uh, I got a briefing this morning from Jake, which was great. So a lot of good things were said, but I did not get a chance to listen to it uh, live. Well, here's some comments that Trev
2: Alberts had regarding Matt Rule so far in the coaching staff. He says, "Quote: It's been fun to watch this staff work. It's been a challenge. When I say challenge, that's the wrong word. It's been great for our administrative staff." As well, This coaching staff is a group of workers, they're passionate, they've got a vision, they push, and they're leading the way culturally in terms of work ethic within our department. I think that's really important. It all starts at the top. It starts with Coach Matt Rule. It's just been wonderful. He said also, uh, let me tell you something, he's far surpassed my expectations in terms of work pace. Man, it's been great to watch. He's working hard. Honeymoon phase is fully in play with matt rule and staff right sim oh uh, yeah i mean he's
1: working hard <laughs> i mean that's that's kind of what you do this,
3: at this point, yeah this right? uh, no matter where you go not again not talking about just particular case but everyone that came in new this year wherever they're at always has great energy great start to think that what's going on you have everyone has it's been hired has a very good vision in place with what they want to be able to get done. And there is always a honeymoon phase for everyone that's, yeah. uh, that, that, that's coming Absolutely. in. So so Absolutely. everything that uh, uh, that uh, Trev said on that sounds you know 100% accurate. And uh, the little bit that I know about what you see from afar uh, adds up because obviously the staff's doing a great job.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've signed a lot of kids. I mean, they've brought in a lot of kids. So that's a lot of hard work.
2: Yeah, they're busy. They're moving out there. Uh, and, and he's been talking with, with Tom Osborne and Frank Solich a little bit in regularity. So far? Good guys to get
3: talk to talk to.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean they won a lot of game. I mean, Frank was fifty eight and nineteen.
3: They did a great job. I'm very fortunate, obviously, that I still keep in touch with uh, with both of them. Uh, probably with Coach Osborne more, but uh, you know, Coach Solich was always just such a huge part of my uh career starting at that. I actually started uh with him. That's I started my first my first spring ball right. was I was coaching right. offense, uh with Coach Solich and coaching the running back. So what year, at that, what year was that? Oh, probably about ninety-one, I believe it was. Until I got moved over to defense, and, and, and the next time, so it was uh, it was remarkable. And he was so so great and so patient to work with. But at one, story I could remember, is grading film from Saturday scrimmages because we had so many players and there were so many reps. It would go on like forever, and then the next day to grade all those were, was a lot and. And Coach Solich, Frank would sit down with me, and we would do every single snap together. And there'd be, I mean, there'd be like fourteen fullbacks that got reps. Wow, you know and tailbacks and all. And then there's a lot of times usually there's always two backs in the backfield. Yeah, but the he was bigger. But he spent so much time. And he'd always, I remember him always asking me, "What do you have here? What do you have here? What's your grade?" Before, so I wasn't just agreeing with him. Yeah, he'd always make you talk and speak and be able to do that. So, uh, Coach Solich is a huge part of uh, of how I got a chance to develop and and figure out how things actually work at this level. And uh, obviously, he's done a great job and, and uh, just a big friend of mine and, and just, like I said, a huge mentor of mine. Sweet.
2: Well, I've always been curious because right now, again, everything is peachy before the season plays out. It, it, you really can't, if you're Matt Rule, you really can't lose until August, September because everything's positive. When you have a new coach, I mean, Scott, Scott Frost, even his first year ago, he starts off 0-6, but he ends up, it ends the season four and two, so the honeymoon phase is still going on because they're preseason ranked in the top twenty five after a four and eight season, which is frankly still incredible that they were preseason ranked. Didn't go out, didn't go well for Nebraska. would we'll go five and seven in twenty nineteen, but in your experience, you know, how long does a honeymoon phase last?
3: It, it, for, it's the same for- thing we talked about with basketball a little bit on how things look. I think that's a big part of it. So you, when you see things, oh, yeah. how does it look on the field? When you just watch it, when you go to a practice, when you watch the game, um, I used to always use a term, and there was an explicit in there, but that what I, I used to always say: blanks on TV, and they're keeping score. Oh yeah, that that's yeah. when it matters. Just don't forget that yeah. is that when 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 it's on TV and they're keeping score, that's different than it is on a Saturday scrimmage. Yep. That, that everything's everything's judged at a different level and it's judged nationally. But they said, you have it. it all the matters on how things look, what the perspective is. I would imagine uh, at Nebraska, fan base-wise, I'm just throwing this out, that the honeymoon for everyone from here and out is probably a little shorter. Thank you. And that would just be because there hasn't been a very good run of football, and people want good football fast. Yeah. So I think just with that in mind, they're going to want things to happen uh, you know, in a little bit faster zone. But if things look good, and that's for any place. If, if things look good with where they're at, and I also think it matters with what you're coming into sip you hit on the other day there's a lot of players back that played a lot of football and so that gives you a better chance if you're if you're in a a, a mode of where you're coming into a place in the and it's like we've lost nine starters on offense and we've lost 10 starters on defense and everyone in is brand new i think your honeymoon goes a little bit longer uh like that so what what are you walking into if all of a sudden you're taking over taking over a job of like when uh landing went to oregon like day landing yeah. yeah honeymoon's probably not as long there right. just because of they had good players they added to it so that's how you look at things in my opinion
1: well yeah it is kind of a tricky conversation because because it seems like people regard this as like a roster flip I don't know I don't know what to think I, I you know
3: but the honeymoon a- phase is it, that, that that's a real phase and everything's very, very you know for every every new staff right now oh, yeah. that's what's going on they're they're they're, they're gonna get the benefits of what what's happening with what's going on. So uh, I, th- I think right now you just look at it from the fan base as being you know, obviously extremely pleased with with what they see. Anytime there's new players coming into a yeah. roster, oh, yeah. there's always hope. That's why I think They always want hope. So I imagine that that always also helps you with that with excitement and with, the, with everything that's going on. Because every time there's a new player coming in, you're like – how good is this guy? What right. can he do for us? All those things. It's they all lot of, going on right now. We have a lot of new players coming in, so the fan base is reading about a lot of new players, which they are across the country from every place that they're yeah. at. Yeah, I mean, for, for
2: sure for Nebraska, a lot of faces, come, a lot of new faces, a lot of old faces still here at the program. But I mean, it, when Nebraska goes out to Minnesota in late August for a Thursday night game, and they go to Colorado, I mean, the lights are bright. It's everything that's been positive and everything that's been shiny. Nebraska fans still expect to win those football games. Do I mean, they though? I think they do. Yeah, I think Nebraska fans would tell. I think
1: tell you, some do, some don't. It I don't know. It's a weird it's well, a weird time ne- right.
2: Nebraska now. will likely be you know an underdog going out to to Minnesota and well, I sure, think Colorado yeah. they we'll see about that, but it, <laughs> it, you just kind of lose you lose where you're at in terms of the staff when the games get played because you just want to win. And it's hard to um, it's hard to sometimes calm yourselves as a fan and say, you know, this, this, we need patience.
3: We've been patient for a long time, but patience is still important every day, every game. It is important to have, to have patience with what's going on. With There's a lot of installing going on. There's a lot of things. But the one thing that changes a bunch with the new staff compared to maybe 20 years ago is the amount of time you get to spend with your players in the offseason. season. Where before it was just you couldn't, you know, with the amount of time you get from meeting time, there's walkthrough time, your players are around the office all the time, you do have a chance to get caught up a lot faster. Because in general, like, in the example, they're in the building all the time. If you're in the NFL, when your season ended was like January 15th, somewhere in that area, if you didn't make the playoffs, somewhere in that, I mean, the 8th, ninth, whatever it is, when they're out of the building, they're not back in the building until next May. That's right. So they're not there there there's they're not in the building where at, at in college football you're seeing these guys every day. So and there's different ways to be able to and also with electronics the way it's like hey uh, take a look at these 12 plays this is the install of this defense like that we'd always we'd be doing things I would send screenshots to my players at, at the, say, at LSU. It would be February. I'd send them nine screenshots to be able to get back to me. Or if we had a walkthrough really? or anything or, or a practice that was filmed, our guys had to grade themselves, and they'd send their grades back in that night by themselves before you got to the next thing. Because so there's, there's a, there you're so much more advanced than what you were 20 years ago with what you can do to teach uh, young men. And then these guys will be around every place. They're around the office much more. So it does help you go – move faster into a new staff into new players all those things going with it why are they in the office more uh, well they're in the office more just because because you, the availability of what you can actually legally do with them oh yeah so the you actually before you could didn't have the two-hour time frame of when you can meet with them you can divide that out there's always walk through time that you can do on the field with them pr- prior to spring ball those rules didn't exist back when i first got in the game okay. and so it, was, it to be honest with you back in if you just went back in, into the 90s whatever and and you couldn't have four guys sitting in your office watching film with them yeah which is kind of crazy and and now it's like well why can we not do that and because that's what they're there for and the kids enjoy it and you know and I say kids young men enjoy it so that's part of the that's a little bit of a change-up
2: yeah um, four six four five six eight five any call any questions for coach push please call or text in um, Kent says in the text line I and mean, again this is this is honeymoon talk here in terms of next year's like guys i'm embarrassed to say this but i expect nebraska to come home 0 and two next year Whoa. for their first home game why's that because you got fans that are beaten down still i mean they they might be optimistic about this and they still might believe this could be great but they see matt rules first couple year first years at temple and hmm. baylor were not very good no. now Again, I think it's a different situation in terms of what he's walking into with the players left over, the guys he's bringing in. It feels like it's different to me, but you still have fans that have just they have they've had expectations, they've been beaten down, and they have to overcome that and say, you know what?
3: Until they do it, I'm not going to expect it, and it's hard to get past that for fans. It is hard, you know. I, the the what, what Coach Rule did at Baylor, I just you know viewed that from afar, so I wasn't. I have no inside knowledge of that, but that situation would be much tougher than what he has right now. What he Is walked into at Baylor would be, would, was my. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 That, that, that's kind of crazy. Even, even yeah. double back on that right. one. Simple. So, yeah. There that, that was a lot going on down there. Yeah, there was. yeah. then he had to take over and go through a lot of stuff. So a little bit different. Also, yeah, the fun. one thing I can speak for that's the truth, though, there's not, it's not a beat down team. That team's not beat down. They're, 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 you saw how they kept playing, kept going. I know. You, you have a bunch of really good guys on the, on that team. So it's not a – they're not walking in the door, uh, right. shoulder slumped. A lot of people like try – to... they're, 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 they're big guys and big chest, and Let's they're coming see. in. So it's not a beat down team. So that will help them – that will help uh, this staff get started off in a fast way.
1: Yeah, a lot of people seem like they try to portray it that way, that it's like that it was a mess, hmm. you know it didn't seem like it didn't look like a mess to me
3: there's probably times when you could say that it was that it it looked that way but i just like i said from being around them, that's the only thing i can say from where they were last year when when we were you know on the plane flying back from iowa it's not a beat down team Uh, okay there's 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 a lot of a lot of energy in in the building and obviously when you bring new people into the building that also helps a bunch that creates competition right away when everyone starts coming in and that's just the way life works, man. Bring I'm all about, bro. I'm always every time, every time you're recruiting, you just you always tell your players like, you know, what's your number one goal in recruiting? You know, to whoever I'm talking to, I'm like, I'm to replace you. Wow. You know, you're trying to you're that's trying hardcore. to out recruit your current players every time out, and it's mm-hmm. not. That's just the way it is. You're trying to get better players all the time in the competition uh, to be able to do that.
1: Yeah, that's hardcore.
2: Uh, a question from the text line. This is not really regarding Nebraska, but I think it's a, a fair question to ask regarding. Mm-hmm teams that have overachieved and underachieved in college football with what they have around them, with all the things. Uh, G- Greg in Lincoln says, uh, I consider Texas as the greatest underachievers in college football. Bill, why is Texas not had greater success with its population and ex- accessibility to loads of question. quality players? Question, we talk about that region where 16 question. to 17 teams have come from the Louisiana, Georgia, Alabama area. Why is
3: Texas not a part of that? Uh, that, that's a great question because th- there is a, Good I mean there's, there there is there's talent with yeah. where they're where, with where they're located at and, and how that state values high school football uh, with what they're doing. There's there's generally two ways with it. Coaching does matter. It's the I, I told you the number one way for Prime, Prime to turn his team around is to obtain talent. I mean, the number one way to, at that, and all of a sudden, coaching does matter with it. I would imagine the errors that were made at Texas overall were based on, and it'd be the same thing if I've ever had an error, or whoever's had an error, it's on competitive spirit. That would be the, that. would be where the error's at, because if you, I guarantee you, they didn't take a six-foot-one offensive left tackle, and they didn't take anyone that didn't fit the the size criteria mm-hmm. of, with what's going on. So if there's been errors through the road uh, down the road, it was probably based on competitive spirit and mm. how much prick do they have in them when they're playing football. Ooh. Like that. That's that's how I would I would guess uh, when you when you turn the film on, that probably be what it was. But it's a really good question, and and everyone, even in in the coaching world, is always like, there's no one that would be like, oh, so you got a job? Where are you going to Texas? Oh, right. oh. you're like, oh, oh yeah, right away. It's like yeah. you have money, you have. You have this, you have this, you have all those things going uh, going with you uh, with that. And then also, I know way back when with Texas, uh, some of their – they would be f- uh, so full so early, meaning that they would have sophomores or juniors that were committed. And then sometimes with those guys, how they play their senior year would yeah. come up like that. And sometimes oh, yeah. they weren't the same – that that that's a that's a big difference with us and then sometimes a lot of times when you're full up you miss the late bloomers that's why a lot of times you're watching people on on film like why is he one of the best players in the nfl he just developed a little bit later like that so i would have to guess i I would put it more on how much competitive spirit like that did they have how competitive were they because they had all the other things that go that go with it why would they lack that
0: what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas
3: How would they lack it? Yeah, well, that, that would just be based on again. It's the same thing. If you want a tough, smart, dependable team, recruit yeah, them. Yeah, right, because if, cause once you think yeah. like that, like I'll get them right. That makes well, sense. I, I, I love that one sometimes in the staff room. Like that's we got callers. Says. Yeah,
2: we got some calls. You want get have them. some questions? Get them. We got some sure. questions. Four six four five six eight five. Uh, Bill has a question for you. Bill, you're up on early break. What you, go ahead, man.
4: Uh, I have a question for Coach Bush. Uh, first of all, I'm enjoying this week that, that you're in. It's, uh, it's it's really great to hear these kind of stories. I, I think you and uh, and Steve Sipple should get together and uh, write a book about your experience as coaching. <laughs> we,
3: we'd have to have a lot of pronunciation help. I guarantee no, I that. I wouldn't. Uh, I would. Yeah, I would. You you'd might. be very gifted yeah. in that area like yeah. that, being the Lincoln Journal Star Journalist of the Year 24 yeah, times. 20 points, right? uh, that, you'd have that. Yeah. But I, I the, exactly. But where are you calling from, Bill? Uh, Florida. Oh, outstanding. You're up ready to go. It's great to hear from you. Uh,
4: I have a question about recruiting. Uh, I spent uh, 34 years in education, and uh, I coached at the high school level for a couple of years, not not very long freshman, JV. And I, I was wondering about recruiting, how you set that up. I mean, you have to go into the school, and who sets it up, and uh, how much time do you have? Uh, do they pull the kid out of class for you? Do you talk to his teachers? Do you talk to anyone else out of the athletic department? And then the second question, the follow-up is: is uh, how about getting a home visit? Uh, are, you, are you invited there? You can call and ask if you can come. Those are some questions, and so I just uh, hang up and, and listen. Listen. Uh, Thanks for the call, Bill.
3: Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Uh, a couple things go on with it. Uh, first of all, with uh, when if when where I talked about earlier where the portal is so different, where things happen so fast on visits, where vice versa, sometimes you're you've been recruiting someone for a couple years. And so you've you've got this laid out pretty well, Bill, as far as here's the dates we're looking to bring you in, here's the times we can do so much better now. Back in the day they didn't pay for any parents or guardians or and even now they have someone you can you can you can tab someone as a decision maker to bring on the official trip, before it'd be just the kids coming in, and oh. it would be, and, and they'd you know be going home like, "How was it? Oh, prime rib is unbelievable." What about the academics? I think it was good. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, no parents there, no. So that part has helped so much, but it also adds to the difficulty of getting their flights, all the things arranged. When you have it set out well ahead of time. You have it. It's a. It's a. It takes a village to do it the people that are helping uh, arrange. Like right now, it, uh, the best there is in the business is uh, Vince Ginta, mm-hmm. and he's at Nebraska right now. He's the number one guy probably in the country. So that's a great asset for uh, uh, for Nebraska and Coach Rule. But you go through like that. But generally, the assistant coach handles all that. He's the one that said, hey, this is what we're looking at. These are the dates we're looking at. We want to be able to have this set. When you're in the school, when you can visit with these uh, young men, Obviously, that you are talking to everyone. But the big thing is to get the mechanics down. Also, with that, you have to have show that you are, you know back in the day, it was like you're registered with the Clearinghouse. Yeah. Have you got that done? Have you have all your paperwork in, all your academic? Because you have to have an academic uh, profile before you come in on your visit. So there's a lot of, you don't get to just, just call a guy up and try to bring him in the next day. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, in the school, boy, you can find out invaluable information. And that's where a veteran, veteran, coach can really help you because sometimes the pressure is so big to sign players and so it's on you the spotlight's on you and if you're picking up vibes from around that campus that aren't good and just it's like boy How's his attendance? Well, he's got 27 misses this semester. Mm. How's this? How's this? And then you bury that information because you want to be able to get this young man to play for you. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's a shame on you mm. if you did that, so to be the adult in the room and to say, I think we need to re- look, look at this. So you go through everyone on that bill to get information from who you're talking to. I love when you're walking through a campus and the security guy stops you and just says, hey, by the way. Best guy on campus. Yeah, nice best person. You're, you're going like, okay, okay, okay this yeah. is Got good. The in there. Got yeah, the you scoop. Get, whatever it is, you, you try to find all kinds of little information from people, you know, of uh, of how they of how they talk to different people. So that's that's kind of how it's set up. Now it's different from where you're set up, Bill, with uh, with where you're going to go with at LSU. Coach Ogeron, because everyone was so close, it was you had to get him there on unofficials during the season. And, and there's just ways to, that to, there, you can get him there to have people get him for unofficial. He would not bring an official visitor in until after the season because he didn't get enough time no. with him. When I was recruiting at Nebraska back in, in the past, several you know, different uh, times I was here, I wanted people here on, on game day because that was your biggest seller. Now, we still got them at LSU two Tiger Stadium. But here, if you're bringing someone in, you know, like when I brought a bunch of guys in from Arizona one time, wherever it is, they all came like that. They came to a game, and that's a big mm-hmm. deal like that. When you come to Nebraska when there's not a game, it's not as overwhelming mm-hmm. as it is prior to that. So you've got to make your decision on, on when can they get to the game, what can they do with what's going on so that's kind of a nutshell of kind of how you get it arranged what you're doing and then every minute's planned out on their visit with what they're doing how they're being picked up who's going to be with them have everything correct and and everything uh it's it it's on with them but best way to to be a great recruiter is just be yourself be yourself be be who you are and have your stuff mapped out with what you're doing yeah keep them rolling (laughs) okay
2: up next we got another question about recruiting tom tom you're up next You're on early break go ahead
0: Hello, fellas. Hopefully, you can hear me. My phone's kind of crackle. Uh, I got a question for Coach Bush. So, thank you for being on the show. And, and uh, Sip and Jake do an exceptional job. But it's it's, it's, it's add- the number
3: one morning show in the tri-state area. It, that's just what it is. And that was that was pre-me. No doubt about that. Yeah, that was pre-me. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, my question is this: So, in Texas, I believe this. is My personal belief is that. The players that you recruit in Texas are more polished than the players that you recruit in, out in, like, Georgia, Alabama, where if they're equal in skill, but by the time you, they go to college, one's more polished and one's oh, not. Polished. I, You know, as personally, I would take the one that's not more polished, even if they're equal because you can rise them up, their ceiling is high, higher, whereas I think Texas is so involved, so into high school football that they polish these kids when they're, like, in kindergarten in second grade third grade they are already polished on their technique and stuff like that whereas in the south these kids you know are not as polished but they're just as good as athletes and their ceiling is higher so there's my there's my two cents uh, thank you guys for taking my call
3: thanks tom Paul. appreciate that yeah that, and that's been a kind of a hypothesis forever uh, from Texas is that they start earlier they have way more money invested head coaches don't coach don't uh, don't teach they're in the field house. Oh wow, yeah. They're in the field house the entire time. They have a very good staff all the way through, which is which is really impressive. So there's two ways to look at it. What he said is accurate, that sometimes they can they have been so drilled for so long on sets and how they've practiced that they are advanced in that area. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that that somebody else may not be advanced and they could be bypassed from another state or wherever they are. There is some truth to that. The other part that's also on the flip side of that is that they also understand structure and how things work when they've been in that structure. So when they get to a Division One big-time school, oh, yeah. they're very used to what's going on. What, we we left at 6 a.m.? Absolutely. What time should you be here? 5 o'clock? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're used to that structure. And then also, it's so imperative to recruit winners. Right? Uh, guys, that, I mean, that was Urban Myers. They'll recruit winners. And, and first film you'd yeah. watch, a whole game would be rivalry game. It'd be really? like it'd be okay. Let's watch. Uh, let's watch rivalry. Mm-hmm. Let, let let let's let's watch. Don't don't watch them against you know someone else like that. Let let's watch you know Lincoln Southeast, Lincoln East, wherever the rivalry Why games that? are. Like that. See how they play. See if they see if they show up in in, in big time moments. They're always a moment too big for him. Oh. And he wants to have winners in those spots. So always took a lot from uh, from that. So all of a sudden you say, like I said you're you're a quarterback and it's like you know. How were you? You know, like that. Well, he was, was, you know, was a four-year starter. You know, like that. He won 32% of his games. It's like, oh, oh that's kind of – that's interesting. He's our best quarterback, but he's not a winner. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so there might be reasons he wasn't, but those things add up to it. So a lot of times those young men from Texas have that. The reason it also recruiting Texas is great from having my, my, my time down there also is that, again, coaches are always available. There's nothing worse. You're in Arizona like that. You go see the head coach like that. It's like, well, he's got free period th- – uh, he's, he's free period three. Well, I'm trying to get to, you know, numerous schools that day and how to tie them all together. It's like, no. And in Texas, you can always start – the first thing you always do would be whoever you're talking to that morning be like, Coach, what time are you in? And if he's like, Bill, I get there at 530. Outstanding. Yeah. And so you're there at 530 with him. And your day just oh, then yeah. your day just gets rolling. But those are the two different the, – the, the pluses and the negative of – of coaching and coaching staffs and young men probably starting at an earlier age with more structure with what they're doing because you go to I mean they have an athletic period you go to and so there's two practices a day in is the that sprint. everywhere in Texas um, I, I I can't speak for every single place but every place I was always recruiting yes so you'd see guys you know you're at wherever you know you're in, in the in the Dallas Fort Worth area and you're going to you're going to see a practice at 11 a.m. you see one after school and then oh, maybe you get to another one after school and seeing people live is is critical. Yeah. You know, one other thing with seeing people live that was an Ed Ogeron thing that I loved was you carried a camera with you. Dad, really? And you filmed them. Really? Oh yeah. I remember people asking, so I'd be on out uh, there at that so I suppose you're gonna do that, that stupid filming thing and I'm like, Yep. Because he's expecting the film in in about a half hour. Wow! And so if you were out there like that, you did not go into a school. If you came back, it's like, "What'd you think of Tony Jones over there at uh, Memphis High like that?" Ah, coach, you know, we got in there and you know they weren't doing anything that day. It's like, "What do anything that day?" Go to a day when he's doing something. Yeah. So you came back. So we'd sit and watch all this all this film in May when we got back as a as a group like that. We'd sit and watch, and you had to send it in, and there'd be. Every day you send in clips of who you just saw and what you were doing. What
1: if they weren't doing anything though? What do you do then?
3: That'd be bad. That's just a bad day, simple. <laughs> yeah. It's a really bad day because figure it out. Make sure they're doing something that day. Yeah, like that. You can't you can't work them you out yourself. It you can't work it out yourself. But well, a lot of times it'd be like, hey, just make yeah. I'm going to be there at that, and, and and a coach has to be out there working them out. But you have to see them. Okay. And it, and there would be several times.
1: That's, you... that's a that's a that's a very. I mean, that's a great idea. Buy a yeah. horse or on. Yeah,
3: yeah, because yeah, and just yeah, you have to work. That's part of the deal. I'd stand there, and some guys want to stand together and drink coffee and stuff, and, and have our have our stuff right there. And sometimes everybody's, oh, they have their sheet in front of right. them, and there's like that. And then there's, there's usually two or three of us that were off filming to make sure we got the stuff back in.
1: Yeah. Filming just off your phone.
3: I usually, my phone worked good enough as we got going, but we also had a little camera like that. That was that was a pain in the butt like that. The, the phone you had was to learn plenty how to good. Use it. Uh, yeah, just exactly. I could be would it'd be awesome if it'd be the old VHS on the shoulder cam. <laughs> yeah. That would be outstanding.
1: <laughs> did so not many coaches did that though, huh?
3: There wasn't very many. It wasn't very that was just that was that was uh but when you ran it guess what when I was in the SEC and you saw Georgia, you'd see the coach like that, how you doing? He goes, oh, let's get some good film, huh? Good. Is that right? Oh yeah, they were getting film. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they were getting film. They were they were they were based off this off the same. So sale. Why not that yeah. many
1: coaches did
3: that though. There wasn't a lot that did that. That and again that was and I didn't always do that. That was that was that was Ed Ogeron when he arrived there. It's like he's like, this is what we do here, God. and don't make a mistake with it. Yeah. Don't screw it up. It's a, it's a it's a bad. It'd be a bad day for you.
1: So you just send it into like the d- recruiting department. You know, send yep. it directly to Ed. No, no,
3: no. It, it would go to it'd go right to the video department, yeah. and they would get it at night, and they'd text me back. So there'd be there they'd be there till midnight because back in the day, I remember talking to Coach Saban how upset he was on spring recruiting because he always wanted to go see the top players himself yeah. work out. Well, they took head coaches off the road in the spring. Okay. And so Coach Ogeron was just like basically like in a captain's chair. And he went. so the next morning he'd be like, okay, what do we got? He'd go through, okay, here's the film uh, Bush sent in, da, 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 uh, yeah. Just like that, Coach Meatball sent in <laughs> da, 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 and like that, and he'd, he'd be yeah, watching like that. I can't that. believe Co- Coach Recru- Meatball, yeah, great that. guy. He's a Baylor, <laughs> yeah, great D- guy. D-, D tackle, D tackle, I Coach. I can't D- believe
1: that recruiting at that level goes on everywhere.
3: Uh, probably everyone's different. You know, there there's, yeah, different. Every, everyone's Difference, different. Yeah, it, there's yeah. a, there's, a, there's everyone has a different method yeah. uh, how they do it. So you know, however they get it done, that you get it done. Okay. But. Don't forget that. Just remember, you're as an assistant coach. It is your job to bring in good players and good film. Yeah, good film, good players, and and, and, and that's on you.
1: That's interesting.
3: Well, uh, we'll get to Chris here. Chris, you want to oh, call back Chris. top of the hour? We, you know,
2: we get, you you know, miss Chris. Yeah, no, well, Chris, you can call on top of the hour. We're, yeah, yeah. Just we're behind hold on. time. Just hold on. Sean Callahan is up next oh, on early break. You take it.